Hey guys, it's me, CTG Aria, founder of CoolTransGirl.com, and today is episode three of my podcast, Cool Trans Girl, and in case you're new here, essentially I am making the content I wish I had access to earlier in my transition, um, just about self-help, wellness, mental health, um, finding better coping mechanisms for life and some spirituality in there as well. Um, I am a trans woman on a self-love journey and I'm just bringing the girls along for the ride. So if you want to be here, come along with me. Um, and let's let, you know, let's start putting the inner work in, um, and heal as a community together. Um, yeah. So keep in mind, I am a pre-op angsty, moody, somewhat crazy, 26-year-old <laughs> trans woman living in New York with, like, four roommates and, like, a maxed-out credit card and, like, is filming a podcast in her closet. So, um, yeah, just, like, <laughs> take, take what I say with a grain of salt. Uh, definitely do your own research. But, you know, I am... I, whatever I learn, I'm trying to give to you. So hopefully this um, podcast resonates with you. Hopefully you get some value out of the content that I am providing because essentially I'm just trying to better myself as a person and um, just mature in a lot of ways. And, I, you know, I just think that it could be helpful for you to um, see me go on this journey and for you to come with me, like I said earlier. Um, yeah, so my goal for Cool Trans Girl is to create a community of trans women to uplift and support one another, um, as well as just have any of you feel seen. And on my blog, I also highlight excellence within the trans community. So every month I do like a cool trans girl of the month where I pick one girl, do a whole little interview with her. I actually plan on doing my first cool trans girl of the month um, interview sometime soon with Miss January 2024 with Giselle Christina Bird. Um, so that'll be exciting. But yeah, anyways, let's jump in to today's episode, um, which is about just... Uh, I guess like I had a little bit of a backslide um, with my mental health recently like I and and that just like happens so I'm going to talk to you about like what triggered me as well as how I decided to change the narrative and how I took control back of my life um, and got myself out of that little spiral that I was in earlier so like I said earlier this week I'm not gonna lie I had a hard week mentally um and I reverted back to some old and familiar coping mechanisms which of course made me feel better in the moment but immediately afterwards made me feel shitty which is not an un which is like you know what a horrible coping mechanism is and I'm not going to go into details about like what that coping mechanism is necessarily just because I don't want to um, trigger anyone with that but rest assured it was not a healthy habit and um, yeah I just felt like really crappy about myself afterwards and so this was because like I was feeling a lot of anxiety putting myself out into the world putting cool trans girl out into the world um, and just feeling like this imposter syndrome when it came to like trying to I guess heal through community and trying to just like you know give other girls the best the best advice I could because I'm not a mental health professional and just feeling that imposter syndrome and feeling like oh well my life's a mess so I shouldn't you know even bother to, to help other people and 
Um, I've come to realize that that's just a really toxic mindset and it's not serving me. And I think that, you know, my my story can can help and inspire others hopefully one day. And my goal is also just to like make the world 1% better or make, make trans women feel 1% better and then I know that I'm I'm doing a, a good job or if I'm helping 1% of trans women do something, then, then I'm on the right path. So with this imposter syndrome, anxiety surrounding, you know, launching Cool Trans Girl for like the third fucking time, um, I've also been working, you know, working two jobs two two jobs 50 hours plus a week which i'm i'm sure for some of y'all is not crazy but i am not a job girly like i have not worked i have not worked a regular job in over a year which is kind of a common theme for trans women because um yeah so i'm not gonna lie i used to be a full service sex worker and i did that for about a year and it's you know with with sex work it's very as a trans woman there is always a market for it there's always market there's always demand and you can you know if you play your cards right you can make pretty good money off of it and i'm not gonna lie to you i miss my home money i i miss my home money i miss like just the financial freedom that i felt when i was you know, doing that, I guess, job. But then the job itself is very mentally, physically, emotionally exhausting and is honestly just kind of like demonic. That's how one of my friends um, who was in the industry also like described it. It's, it's demonic and it and it's just it it makes you jaded and Anyways, I'm not going to get into like why I'm, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother journey. We're not going on today. So anyways, here I am. Um, haven't been in sex work for six months. Uh, about, yeah, almost six months. It'll be six months in February. Um, and I'm just trying to like better my life and I'm trying to like work at these two jobs and, you know, fulfill my dreams with cool trans girl and just hope everything like works out. But, you know, the exchange of money versus the security and <laughs> the safety and security um, versus like having men desecrate my body. There's like, you know, a give and take and. I definitely was just, like, feeling super anxious and just feeling like, oh, my gosh, I should just, like, go back to sex work. Like, this is not even worth it. But then that's a whole thing. You know, you're sitting around waiting for calls. You're, you know, there's just not a lot of structure in your life um, as a full-service sex worker. Like, you really have to create that for yourself. And I don't think I'm responsible enough to <laughs> to, to um, be self-employed again. Um yeah, so I've just been kind of anxious about like my fan, finance, ugh, my finances lately because all of my money as of now is going to rent and credit card bills and hair appointments and Sephora and nails and like that is it. That is all I have money for. And like I know I need to be I know I need to be grateful, but just to go from like having money and to literally being like broke as fuck again. 
is not my favorite feeling in the world and it it does feel like i'm a little bit like trapped but you know this is a common reality <laughs> for a lot of americans and so i'm just your regular old american who dug herself into an obscene amount of credit card debt and <laughs> is just trying to pay it off while also living beyond her means that is the most american thing i can think of if we're being honest so not only dealing with that and imposter syndrome, I was also just like, you know, putting a lot of energy and effort into Cool Trans Girl and and wanting it. I do have visions for this, like as a founder, and I want it to be something truly spectacular. And I think it has the potential to, to become something amazing. Um, and I'm like putting that pressure on myself instead of just taking it one day at a time and doing little things that lead to long-term results. And instead I was just being like, oh my God, I have to do this. And I haven't done this yet. And, uh, you know, oh my God, like I'm just, you know, and just was like really dogging on myself and dogging on like the work, the, the amount of work that I've put into this blog and um, podcast. And I put a lot of love into the into the website and into you know just creating something that truly resonated with me that I hope would resonate with other trans women but I kind of was forgoing that and thinking about just like the financial results and how I'm not there yet and um yeah just just not just not you know, being nice to myself in the process and not allowing myself to enjoy the process and enjoy the moment um, and look at my situation as humorous because it is humorous. Like I was, <laughs> I was a literal prostitute. Now I am a <laughs> blogger slash hostess slash slash server who has no time and is running around New York City and <laughs> it's like an old lady and you know, but her hair, her hair looks good, bitch. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Her hair and nails are always paid for. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so not only that, but then I was also just like dealing with like gender dysphoria um, and, you know, trying to get my surgeries taken care of and just like kind of, you know, thinking of like the worst case scenarios, even though today I had like a, a an appointment with, um, you know, my caseworker about like my post care appointment for FFS. So, hopefully, very soon I will have a date for facial feminization surgery. Um, yeah, so I was just also like catastrophizing about that, about that and being like, oh my God, what if they don't call me? Blah, 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 blah. And just like, you know, worst case scenario. And I was just like, all of this pressure was like, really starting to mount up on me and I was you know just beginning to spiral and like neglect myself and neglect my body like yeah sure I was doing my fucking Pilates but I felt like that was definitely more of like an anxiety thing and you know just you know being having body issues as opposed to like taking time and like you know chilling with myself and journaling and being in my own thoughts and you know making sure that I have time to like do my hair and you know, uh, to have like a solid morning routine instead of like literally waking up and jumping out of bed and going to work, which is how it's been for like the last week. But, um, and that's because I wasn't prioritizing my sleep hygiene anyways. So 
I reverted back to old negative coping mechanisms because I was having a mental breakdown, sister, and it happens to the best of us. I was crying. I was crying, screaming, um, and just, like, not in a good place and just kind of, like, uh, yeah, I just really needed some support. And so after I, like, got to a point where I was just, like, laying in bed and just, like, feeling really crappy for what I had done to myself or how mean I had been to myself, I was like, okay, um, it, it, it took me back to a place where I had been before momentarily. And as soon as I noticed my thoughts starting to shift in, or it reminded me of like my, when I was in a really depressive episode, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm literally not doing this right now. Like, that is simply not happening. Um, So I got out of bed immediately, and I called my mom. Um, And I love my mom because she's been, you know, she was personally affected by depression and still is. And um, I can always call on her. You know, I'm, I'm very lucky that I can call her. And, you know, she can, you know, just comfort me as a mother does. And so when you feel like you're in crisis mode or you're about to reach crisis mode or you could be in crisis mode, like call a friend, call a family member. I promise you will not be a bother to them. Um, and I'm so happy that I did because it just, I was able to kind of, um, shift my trajectory a little bit and, you know, just, I, I needed that, that mom advice. So anyways, so the following day, I decided to call out of work. I was like, ain't no fucking way. I'm getting out of bed, going to work in the AM. I called my job. I was like, listen, I'm sick. But in reality, I needed a mental health day and I needed to reset. So this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how I, what I do for my my mental health and how to have like a productive self-care day. That's like, you're also lying low because, sis, if you're taking a mental health day from work, that doesn't mean that you're laying in bed rotting. Then that's just you being, you know, depressed, feeling like a depressed piece of shit in bed. That's not productive. That's not a mental health day. That's not taking control of the situation. And, you know, if you are in that dark place, like, trust, I've been there. Sometimes it's really hard to get out of bed, but these are things that you can do that build momentum in your day and that don't require too much energy. And if you are in a sad place and if you have had a bad day, I am going to challenge you to get out of bed. I promise you can do it. And I promise even if it feels shitty at first, you will feel better in the long term. So, Let's get into how I um, proactively choose to love myself after having a bad day. So step one, I woke up not feeling super awesome, um, but I got out of bed and immediately I, well, I had gone to Dwayne Reed just to pick up like some essentials because I was like, I'm having a mental health day, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I decided to light a candle and open a window. That is always like the first thing I do when I'm like, I'm having a self-help mental health day. Because in my mind, I'm like, I have been steeping in this negative energy all week. It feels like sludge. Like my room is fucking crusty. Like get yourself a nice little candle. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. It can be one of those $5 like Glade ones. Um, But yeah, light a candle, 
open the fucking window, like, set the intention and get that, like, nasty energy out of your room. Like, it, it, opening a a window to your room, just, you know, you get fresh air in there. Like, it just, it needs to happen. Um, And with the candle, for me, I feel like I personally am, like, setting an intention for the day when I light a candle. So, like, when I light that candle, I'm setting the intention that, like, I am going to use this candle as a source of energy and I'm going to carry that energy throughout the day and I'm going to, it's almost as if like me in the flame or like uh, kindred, I guess, which is, I know is kind of like woo woo, but woo woo. Um, But yeah, it's just something that kind of helps me start to build momentum through the day. So yeah, step one, open the window, light a fucking candle. Um, And then... After that, I just kind of, like, started to journal very lightly. So, like, with journaling, I will kind of, like, go... If I had a bad day the night before and I'm, like, trying to figure out what the root of my issue is, I'll kind of, like, start writing for a little bit. And maybe first I'm just, like, you know, bitching about the problem. And then throughout the day I'll, like, come back and journal some more whenever I feel... um, Whenever I feel, like, like I have something to say or I have something to add or I have like a little bit of a breakthrough so I you know started my initial journal after that I put on a cute little matching set I love girl there's nothing more feminizing than like a matching set like I just feel like so cute and so feminine and so put together I'm actually wearing a matching set right now I got it from intimacy it's a little black sports bra and a little um like some black like uh high-waisted leggings i feel very i feel very calm very fish um yeah it's cute and very comfy but yeah so put on you know something adorable something comfy i promise you you'll start to feel just a little bit better um so after that after i lit my candle i open my window i've journaled a little bit i've got my comfy cute set on Um, that's when I start cleaning my room. And I mean, like, deep cleaning my room. Like, because there's clothes on the floor. There's, you know, stuff that's just, like, disorganized. There's stuff that needs to be thrown away. The trash needs to be taken out. There's, like, a Starbucks bag on the floor. Like, you know, sometimes when you're neglecting taking care of yourself or taking care of the room, even if it's for a little bit, like, you're, you know, if your room's a mess, your mind's a mess. So I, I strongly believe that, you know, resetting your environment can really help you like make the shift like mentally and and get rid of um, some of the chaos in there so I started cleaning my room I stripped the bed I took all of my dirty clothes and I you know took them to the laundromat because I live in New York and I don't have a washer and a dryer and that's just like the reality for most people my age um and I, you know, even though I, I was like, I'm not, I mean, I never like do my own laundry. I always pay for the wash and fold because honestly, I don't think there's much of a price difference. Like you're, if you're not, um, you know, doing the laundry or if you're not paying for the wash and fold, you're paying for the laundry detergent. You're paying in time because you're at the laundromat for God knows how long. It's just a whole thing. I just would rather have somebody else um, wash and fold it for me and just have like some peace of mind and not be like worried about like running back to the laundromat Um, because it really is. There's not much of a price difference. So um yeah because what was I saying yeah so I didn't have the energy to do my laundry and you know if you don't either like like just pay for the wash and fold I promise I promise you will not regret it 
after I cleaned my room and um, went to the laundromat and dropped my shit off, I immediately made a therapist consultation because, you know, I have a friend who's also a trans woman. Her name is Teresa. Shout out Teresa. Maybe I should have her on here next week so she can talk about her experience with like therapy because uh, yeah, she was like talking, we were talking about my my podcast and she was like, you need to plug therapy. Like it's been so good for me. And I was like, oh sister, like I don't even have a therapist, but here I am taking control of my life. I, you know, looked online at a couple therapists. I reached out to a few um, and I have a couple of like consultations um, in the weeks coming up just so I can have somebody that I can talk to once a week or every other week um, and looking for like affordable options. Like I found one therapist who, you know, had a sliding scale pay rate of like 40 to 70 dollars an hour and i think you know paying for that twice a month is is doable so yeah after that um i i mean i think i was still kind of like cleaning my room periodically and just uh taking my time with it but you know it's important to to just like i mean i personally did not have music playing i was not listening to a podcast um i was just kind of letting my mind wander and like feeling the feelings I think it's very important for you to like just like acknowledge what you're feeling to acknowledge the anxiety to cry a little bit more if you have to and I had to cry a little bit and you know it it felt like an, a release of emotions that like needed to happen so I did that cried a little bit journaled a little bit more had a, a little bit more clarity halfway through my day um, and I also like you know was trying to practice self-compassion and for me, that's, you know, challenging the negative self-talk. And also, I do this thing where I imagine my my higher self comforting me, if that makes sense. So, like, I'll think, like, here I am, just, like, this wounded baby deer. Just, like, so sad. Such a sad girl. And then I think about, like, my older, like, badass, fully realized transsexual self being, like, bitch, I know it's rough, but here I am. I'm gonna give you a hug. It's okay. Like, you know what you have to do? Just do it. But, like, it's okay. You're gonna be okay. Everything's gonna work out. And that gives me, like, a strange, like, feeling of comfort. And I would highly encourage you to try it as well. I've never... I've I don't know if other people do that like where they're they imagine their their higher self like comforting them um but yeah that that is something that helps me practice self-compassion um so something else for me that I do every day is move my body and I I you know even though sometimes for me it can be like something that's anxiety driven um but like it's something that I have to do in order for me to like feel better naturally and so even if I if I don't have energy to move my body in some way if it's you know say you're like I'm not fucking working out I mean I did like a 35 minute abs and glutes fucking Pilates series and <laughs> like cried during it like three times I was not happy um, but I was happy I did it when it was done um, and another thing that you can do instead of like you know doing like a particularly challenging workout is um, there's also like gentle Pilates videos on YouTube that I have really enjoyed and that have helped me um, and then I've also done like uh 
like going on walks. I love a hot girl walk moment. Hot girl walks changed the trajectory of my life. I've said it before. I will say it again. Hot girl walks changed my life because it was something I committed myself to every day when I was starting to focus on my mental health. It snatched my body. Um, and like it just the mental clarity that it brought me was like fucking insane. So if you are afraid to move your body, I highly encourage you to go on just a little walk, just a little 15 minute walk, maybe commit to it every day. And I promise you, you will start to like feel and see the results over time, especially in your mind. Like that's important. Like it's not, you know, snatching your body is like one thing that was just like a natural result, but really it was the mental clarity, which is why I like kept doing it. So anyways, after I moved my body, I got myself a little treat. Um, and my little treat is a protein shake. I get myself that little treat every day. It just, it makes me feel good. I'm like, yes, I get my workout. Now I have my little green smoothie. Um, and my personal, my personal smoothie recipe is banana, um, spinach, and peanut butter with almond milk and protein powder. And that is like... <laughs> that is like my favorite breakfast <laughs> in the world um <coughs> oh my god sorry but yeah so highly you know get yourself a little smoothie or <coughs> <coughs> ew disgusting um if it's not a little smoothie um, you know, I'll get myself something like a pack of peanut M&M's. I love peanut M&M's. They're so yummy. Um, or, you know, just, yeah, just get yourself something that maybe, like, makes you, like, happy as, like, you know, a kid. Like, maybe, like, Jolly Ranchers or something like that. Like, a little, a little comfort food or something. Get yourself, get yourself a little treat. You deserve it. Um, so after I had my little smoothie, I probably journaled some more because I journaled like fucking 10 pages that day. Um, I took a goddess shower. Now, some girls refer to this as their everything shower. I have always referred to this as a goddess shower. So for me, that is shaving everything from like, you know, from the neck down exfoliating washing my hair like and, and you feel like you're a newborn baby when you get out of this shower so my routine for my goddess shower is i will you know put my hair up um and i will start with shaving my legs first i exfoliate with like the tree hut whatever exfoliate that shit it's the best exfoliate on the market you know as far as i've concerned as far as I'm concerned, I have tried other ones and a lot of them are just like really oily and leave like gross residue on you. Like the, the tree hut one that is she is that girl. She is the exfoliate for you. She like moisturizes you. I, you know, I'm not even making money off of this product. I just feel really passionately about this exfoliate. Um, so I exfoliate before and then I will shave with the EOS. Also, my favorite shaving cream the EOS um, moisturizing shaving cream um, because, I mean, it smells good. It goes a long way. I use the extra nourishing one, the one that's like coconut, that's like infused with like coconut oil because like throughout every step of the shaving process, you are moisturized. Also, I forgot to mention, I will wash my body with the Dove coconut wash that is hydrating. So I am making sure that my skin is properly hydrated throughout the whole process of shaving my legs and my body. Um, yeah, so then I'll shave. 
with I got myself a fresh a fresh razor too. You already know because I was like I need a smooth shave. Um, and then I'll exfoliate again, wash my hair, make sure I get all up in my roots, all underneath these extensions. Um, and yeah, I just feel like brand new, ready to, like, there's nothing better than putting on, like, a fresh set, getting out of the shower, and then, like, moisturizing, like, I, I mean, I use that Trader Joe's fucking coconut body butter, and I love it, I love the, I love the Trader Joe's body butter, um, so super stand that, um, and yeah, so after that, styled my hair blue dry you know blow dried and styled my hair which when i first start i'm always like ugh, fucking angry at the world i'm like i can't believe i have to fucking sit here and blow dry my hair and you know and you know i've gotten to a point where it doesn't even take that long or i'll like take breaks and i had uber eats some dig because i was like i'm not cooking tonight um i mean i'm not gonna lie i haven't cooked like in like in like two months honestly and I feel like that's also part of the reason why my mental health was deteriorating because I was like you know just uber eating all the time and that's just like not good for you um it's not good for your wallet either but luckily it's not my card <laughs> anyways <laughs> so um yeah so I've been uber eating a lot and just like not feeling like super great about that but I got myself some dig which is like a more holistic food option I guess at least it's marketed that way but it's you know like farro and sweet potatoes and chicken and broccoli and I felt very nourished and I got myself a cookie too I don't give a fuck and I got myself a side of carrots and I just you know I had that and I felt very nourished and I felt like just really good um, before I went to bed. Like I wasn't like I what didn't have any like late night cravings. So after I had blow dried my installed my hair, moisturized my body, had my little goddess shower moment, um, I decided to call a friend. Well, one of my friends called me. I talked to her for a little bit and I had another friend I was supposed to talk to and check in with her because she was concerned with me because I was just kind of like quiet and people know when I am quiet it's usually because I am self-isolating and I'm going through something so that's really great that I have you know amazing friends who know me and know that um when I'm self-isolating and, and that can like reach out and that's something that I'm trying not to do so much and I haven't really been doing it but you know like I said before I had a little bit of a backslide and that's okay I'm giving myself self-compassion for that um, and that felt good to like, you know, just to kind of take the focus off yourself for a second because I wanted to listen to her, listen to how she was doing. She had fun and entertaining stories about what was going on in her life. And then in turn, I was able to kind of vent about my problems, what I was going through and, you know, apologize for not for texting her like a week later. Um, but yeah, so I had two calls. After that, I had, I probably journaled some more, and then I worked a little bit on my goals. Nothing crazy. I just, you know, I posted a TikTok. I wrote a little bit of um, the script for, you know, the podcast of today's episodes, because I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm making lemons, or wait, I'm making lemonade out of lemons with this one. I was like, oh, I feel like this is something that I can, like, that's genuine and that I can share with, you know, the girls and hopefully, you know, some of these things inspire you whenever you're having a bad day. 
Um, yeah, so after I worked a little bit towards my goals, because it is not about, you know, what you do or where you are every day. It's the seeds you plant and just putting a little bit of work every day into something, you know, leads to a fully realized manifestation and ultimately you living your dream life, which is what I have to tell myself when I am struggling, that everything's going to work out and just kind of like detach from the outcome and just be like, it's okay, you know, just take it one day at a time. I don't know why I'm stressing about things that haven't happened yet. That like is not my problem right now. So why am I making it my problem? Anyways, after that, I had a cup of sleepy time tea with that little bear. You know that little bear, that little bear in the chair with his little his little nightcap on, sleeping hard as fuck. And I, you know, I don't fucking play um, when <laughs> when it comes to like my sleepy time tea. So I got like the extra strength um, <laughs> double X sleepy premium <laughs> sleepy time tea. Um, so I had a sip of that, you know, put some Tasmanian, I think, I don't know, Tasmanian honey that my aunt had bought me in there and some almond milk and just kind of sipped on that a little bit. Um, and then I was like, I was gonna read, but I didn't. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking tired. I am beat. So I decided to call it an early night, which for me, it was like 11 PM. I am somebody who chronically stays up late and I'm working on my sleep hygiene after I've learned my lesson that my sleep hygiene is very important and that I will crumble if I do not make that my top priority. So moving forward, prioritizing my sleep. Um, so yeah, went to bed early and when I go to sleep, what I like to do is turn on a manifestation or a quantum jump um, meditation. And a quantum jump meditation is literally like, you it sounds fucking delirious talking about it but they it fucking works like basically like you close your eyes and you know there's this one by shivarasa i will put it in the blog post um where she like takes you on this journey where you are literally like floating in space watching the earth spin rapidly around the sun and you were like jumping timelines to like your future self and it's it's pretty fucking rad um, and so I will do that and I will, usually I'll fall asleep to it or, or I'll turn on another like manifestation, um, uh, YouTube video and I will link those in the blog post for sure. So you can see what I am talking about because there's just something about those videos that knock my ass out and I'm, you know, somebody who, who struggles a lot with, like, falling asleep. Like, I cannot fall asleep in silence. Like, absolutely not. Like, there has to be brown noise or, the, like, you know, some meditation music or a guided meditation. Some reason, I cannot fall asleep with TV on. That's just never been a thing for me. I am, like, paying attention to the dialogue. I cannot do that. Um, but, yeah, white noise, meditation frequencies, um, guided meditations, those do it for me. And that is how... I, you know, took back my power after having a really crappy mental health day and how I took advantage of calling out of work and actually having a proper mental health day and just like resetting my mind mentally, you know, and today I had a really good and productive day. I went on a run. I went grocery shopping. Um, I like, you know, I'm filming this fucking podcast. I, you know, uh, I'm going to a support group later tonight 
um, for trans women, and I'm actually leading a vision board workshop. So I got that all kind of squared away to, and taken care of. And and um, yeah, so I feel pretty good. I feel reset. I remember who I am. You know, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling, you know, good, good job, Aria. Um, and yeah, so hopefully that gives you some clarity on things that you can do to show yourself self-love and self-compassion. Um, yeah, so also something else that helped me, believe it or not. So I have a weekly wellness newsletter. In this newsletter, there is one, an, insp- an iconic inspirational quote from like somebody who I just like look up to. And then two is like a weekly mantra. So something that you can say to yourself whenever you're feeling anxious. And number three is like a journal prompt or something just to like think about. And then for some words of affirmation and, you know, it, I actually like, I sent out cause it goes to your inbox every Monday. I had sent it out and I had got it in my inbox. And so I clicked it and I opened it and like the, you know, the quote was a quote from like Ashley Graham, this, you know, supermodel who I really look up to. Um, and my weekly mantra was like, you are the writer of your own story and my journal prompt was like, you know, um, what what would you call this chapter of your life and how do you want this chapter of your life to end? And it really put me in a good mental headspace. Like I, I, I like benefited <laughs> from my past self a week ago who was in a really good, you know, had a really good mindset when she wrote that newsletter. And I honestly needed that little support. And it, you know, it started my day off really well. So highly encourage you to sign up for my weekly wellness newsletter you will love it i put like i want more people to read my weekly wellness newsletter because i put my heart soul and pussy into that fucking newsletter um and i i just think it it can help you start your week off right um yeah so i'm pretty sure i think that's it that is all of my notes um be sure to check out my blog cooltransgirl.com um i have lots of amazing content up there that i've written and i post i try to post there once a week that is my that is my you know commitment right now unless i feel burnt out and i need to take away take a week off then i will take a week off but for now once a week i am posting content up there um also on on this blog um i have a guide to transitioning from like a to b from m to f um you know and i have like a bunch of resources on there like downloadable pdfs to like change your name change your legal documentation i also feature a cool trans girl of the month on there so there's an interview with miss giselle christina bird who is the first black trans woman um to be an executive director for um a theater production company in the entire united states so that's insane crazy 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 anyways so that was today's episode i hope you got some value out of that until next time cool trans girls see you next tuesday